Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Joe from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. You are listening to the Captaincy video. If you'd like to check out the video, it is posted every Tuesday over on YouTube. Just search for Fantasy Football Scout. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the latest captaincy video and podcast of the 2022-23 season as we look ahead to game week 10. Uh, my name is Joe and joining me to pick Erling Haaland as our default captaincy pick for the rest of the season uh, is Tom Freeman, Fantasy Football Scouts Deputy Editor. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Joe. Um, what a week, game week nine. Lots of... Uh... 100 plus scores around wasn't there but then some kind of a brutal game week for some as well especially for those that went with Salah captain but um, I suppose with this video we can at least start looking ahead to game week uh, 10 now. Yes, indeed. And also, I mean, what this gives an idea as well, because a lot of people have been saying, you know, this is going to be the shortest video Fantasy Football Scale have done, like, welcome, please, Captain Harland, goodbye. Um, but what what it also helps is um, say the worst happens. Say Harlan gets injured midweek, we can uh, at least we can think about vice captain then, and we can think about getting a good a good alternative in. Also, it helps us to look ahead to game week twelve when we can't captain Harland because he's a, he's uh, he's uh, uh, absent because because Manchester City Arsenal games off. Yeah, also, it just gives a handy guide to the sorts of players we might want. Um, as well not yeah. just a captain but just to get in as well so we all want the best players um, and stuff so um, just wanted to thank uh, everyone for joining us in the live chat do press subscribe um, do do make sure you subscribe to all our videos and do press like as well um, and uh, yeah lots of people in the chat saying maybe this should be called the vice captaincy video indeed <laughs> um, and so Got welcome to uh, Tony B uh, Niraj Gwiz um, K, uh, uh, Graft, Exploring and, and more. Um, thanks so much for joining us. Um, we are, well, yeah, we're going to Captain Harland. Okay. So there's, there's a middle bit and let's see how we're getting there, um, as well. So let's have a look at the fixtures. And I've got a lovely picture of Steven Gerrard's, uh, clapping. He's so, he's so happy. Well, he never looks happy, but he's looking as happy as he does look. Cause your team, Villa, are top, um, because they're playing Forest, who, <laughs> 
even even Daddy Ward's getting points against Forest at the moment. So <laughs> that's a good thing. So Aston Villa at the top. Leicester against Bournemouth is considered a really easy fixture. Uh, West Ham uh, home to Fulham. Uh, Man City against Southampton. Um, that's a key one for uh, us Harland captainers. That's everyone, isn't it? Um, and then um, so Forest against Villa as well. They think there might be some goals there. Well. Have to see, um, and then far down you've got Southampton against City. Obviously, that's that's the worst fixture. Arsenal against Liverpool, real tough one to call that one. Um, mm. So that might count out. Well, even if Haaland didn't exist, that might count out. The likes of Jesus yeah. and Salah. So yeah, looking at these fixtures, really. Okay, we're going to captain Haaland, but who else stands out as a potential vice captain or alternative? Should the worst happen to Haaland? Well, well, yeah, firstly, that, that City fixture is the one you want to be looking at this week. Um, City have scored 36 goals in their last eight league home matches. They're averaging over four per game, stretching back to last season. And I think I'm right in saying that Southampton haven't kept a clean sheet in an away match for about 12 months now. So that's the fixture to go for. But beyond that... Um, I quite like the look of the, the Chelsea match um, at home against managerless Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, that could potentially be a good one for, for your Sterlings and, and Reese Jameses. I think Bournemouth against Leicester as well. I do think that Leicester can kick on after that 4-0 win last, last night. They've got some firepower. We'll, we'll talk about Bournemouth's defence shortly. But um, I think that's one of the more appealing fixtures this week. And then if, if there is, you know, there's a struggling Forest side against against Villa as well. But Villa aren't in a great place either. Mm. We're really struggling to score goals at the moment. So I think if you own a player like Watkins or Coutinho, if for some reason they're in your team, um, then you, it's a hold for this week. But in terms of captaincy, um, absolutely not. I don't think. So I mean, we I mean we both captain Harland. We both had good strong weeks, and so many other people mm. captain Harland in game week nine and had strong weeks as well. So it is possible to climb up the rankings and still captain Harlan, but you just got to make sure your other players are doing the job as well. But how can we get points out of Harlan? So one, one, one thing I tried to do is get the guy is assisting him. And it was something it's it's some quite huge percentage of goals this season involve one of Harlan, obviously, and Foden, yeah. and Kevin De Bruyne. So you, yeah. you're going to get the, if you have all three of those, you're going to get the assister and the scorer um, uh, somewhere along the line. And it's going to, and it's going to really help you there. So I've got um, Kevin De Bruyne um, matching him up there. Um, some people have Foden. Some people do have all three as well. So, I mean, is, yeah. that, is that a viable strategy as well? Should we be thinking Haaland's not enough? We need to get the lads around him as well. Yeah, that was exactly my thinking on a wild card a couple of weeks ago. I wanted to supplement him with another City attacker. I also wanted Harry Kane, so I went for Phil Foden, which has worked out really well, actually. Okay. Um, but Kevin De Bruyne is obviously a great option in that City side, given the firepower that they've got. You've just got to be wary of that game week 12 blank if you're, if you're looking to triple up. And um, like I think we all are, you just need to be wary with Arsenal blanking as well. Um, but yeah, absolutely. That's the way that we're, you know, if the heart now, if captaincy is taken off us for a while, we've got to look at other areas where we mm. can make up points. So getting that second or third city or attacker in, target, targeting good mid price midfielders with good fixtures mm. like Madison, Zaha, yeah. that's going to make the difference, I think. Um, also, I mean, 
I mean, some people have talked about triple captaining, but I mean, for me, mm. I, I want to save that until until Haaland has two fixtures in a week. Imagine that. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd prefer to save that till later in the season for the double game weeks. But, you know, is, is triple captaining a viable strategy? I mean, it's, a, it's another great home game for him. I mean, it can work. I mean, he's, what is it, three consecutive hat-tricks at home he's had now. And if he, he gets, like, if he does that again on on Saturday, then obviously that's a decent return. But we've seen what players can do in double game weeks before. Players like Salah in previous seasons. And, um, of course, rotation becomes a factor as we get further on into that when the double game weeks usually are. But um, we can analyse that closer to the time. And I, I like having it in my pocket for that, um, for when that arrives. And um, I, I would always favour the player with two fixtures. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, let's have a look at the the, uh, the worst defences. Give us some ideas of the players that we might, uh, alternatives and also uh, for the vice captain. See, I've got, I've uh, accidentally found the campus picture I could find of Jared Bowen. He's... Um, <laughs> Looking, looking exuberant there. Uh, but if those listening to the podcast version, uh, Jared Bowen's looking quite camp in this picture. Um, but uh, looking at the worst defences, um, it's and no wonder he's he's looking pretty happy with himself because uh, West Ham play Fulham and Fulham are the worst defence at the moment for the last four matches. Uh, their expected goals conceded is uh, so I can't keep my eyes off this picture, Jared Bowen. Uh, nine point three six. They've conceded nine goals, so they're 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 not under or over before. They are as rubbish as, as their expected goal stats um, say. No clean sheets. Um, so I think uh, West Ham are going to score. And Jared Bowen, the man of the moment. Um, Crystal Palace um, as well. Um, uh, lo- looking good. Uh, looking bad, rather, uh, for uh, uh, defences. But, you know, Zaha's um, you know, intri- an intriguing option for the captaincy yeah. as well. He's, he's someone I've got in my team and um, I've, I've currently got the vice captaincy on him because he's up against Leeds okay. who are the third worst in terms of expected goals conceded. So Fulham, Crystal Palace, Leeds and then Leicester. They're, they're sort of the standout awful defences. Um, so, I mean, looking at this, say you weren't going to captain Haaland, who would, who would you go for then? Um, well, I think just looking at Fulham right there, I mean, I think... What we've got to be wary of us when we're using these kind of four game samples, I really like looking at them because it shows recent trends. But that last game that Fulham had when they were down to 10 men for the, the vast majority of the match, um, they didn't have Palinia, really important defensive midfielder for them. I, I, I haven't checked, but I, I would probably say three to four XG was probably accumulated in that one match. Oh, against right. Newcastle. Oh, okay, um, that's what I, I haven't checked that, but I, I bet it no. was from, from, from watching the highlights yeah. in that game. Um, I think they've also played Spurs and Brighton in that kind of yeah. four game sample. Um, look, the, the, it's not a false position. That's where they are. But I'm not sure whether Fulham are the worst okay. defence right. in the division. Um, so I probably wouldn't, I, I personally wouldn't be looking at somebody like Bowen. Um, I mean, you've got, I mean, we'll see in the picks later. I mean, I I quite like Sterling this week. You've got Wolves at the very end of that table. But the the playing style under Bruno Large, as we all know, I mean, it was a very much a safety Mm. first approach. They didn't commit bodies forward. Mm. Once it got to 2-0, they were quite happy leaving it at that, weren't they? Mm. They wouldn't commit men forward and risk losing 5-0 to get back into the game. So I'm not sure. And they've got a new new team of coaches taking over this weekend. so I don't, I don't dislike that. Um, you've got Brighton in the middle there, Joe. I mean, obviously, we've yeah. just got one game under Desabi. What did you make of it? Because obviously, a lot of people have got Kane. Yeah, that I mean, that's why I put him in there. Because, because obviously, mm. Kane and, and to a slightly lesser extent, but 
nevertheless is an option is son um against mm. them um i i think they could be good captaincy shouts if harlem didn't exist um because mm. um what i made of them was that they were very very similar to how they were under potter they set up the same but there were some little differences and the, they did concede um three goals i know it was liverpool um mm-hmm. but the i mean the we're going to talk about it more on the scout cast tonight but um, I was very impressed with Trossard in a sort of more central number 10 role. Um, and and the link-up play with Welbeck, I thought, was really good there. Yeah. Um, but um, Solly March was really bombing forward. Um, and so down that flank, there could be um, some joy um, for, um, yeah. for some crosses to come in and aimed at Kane. Um, and um, also, I know uh, one of the goals, Webster was an own goal there mm. so it did indicate that there could be some joy from set pieces which once again would elevate the likes of say perisic um across yeah, 2k good point. um good point um but yeah so that's why i put them in there because kane's always always an option um really yeah um, i think so and you've got southampton in there obviously yeah. a few places below brighton um yeah. but again that they've had some easier fixtures in yeah. that one and no uh, clean sheets it. there that's key i mean yeah. I, I mean harlan's different as well i i i, I, I was when i was on twitter at, um i think it was uh, granville and a few other manchester united fans were saying are you sure manchester city you know um you know because i was talking about harland and something and he was jokingly saying do you think he's saving saving himself obviously implying that it, um you know he's been, he's been scoring hat tricks every week and I said, well, you know, he does, you know, he has got, we did speak about it last week. His family do, don't like Manchester United. His dad yeah, yeah. played for Leeds. Um, yeah. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, history there. And he did, he had said that he was looking forward to this game. And indeed he did. So oh, it, was highest, it was the highest score yeah. of the season, I think, in FPL yeah, terms. Yeah, it absolutely is. It beats Firmino's 22, I think, yeah. against Bournemouth. So, um just yeah, you could you could you, you got the feeling within <laughs> two three minutes of that match um, of, of how 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 good City yeah. were and how up for it they were. Well, I've just got to hope that um, Southampton's offended him somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, so uh, let's have a look at uh, let's remove this picture of Jared Bowen and then have a look at the captain comparison. Um, so this is the most attacking players over the last four matches. Harland in an in a universe of his own. Expected goal involvement uh, of 4.83. So it's nearly five goals across the last four matches um, he's expected to have scored. He's 11 shots on target and he's and he's um, he's just scoring a hat-trick every game. So, um, but yeah. I mean, let, let's ignore him for a moment. <laughs> um, Jesus um, against Liverpool. I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't discount him. Um, yeah, and yeah Liverpool are struggling. Aren't I'm, I'm going to catch so. him in Sky game, in the Sky oh, game. Okay. Um, and uh, De Bruyne um, is another good shout there, but you know he's the assister of the guy that's scoring. Um, uh, Kane there uh, expected goal involvement of nearly three. So these are you know these are the these are the top players, the most attacking players. So you've got Jesus, Firmino, interesting at Liverpool, and Salah. Salah's still there, still getting the good stats. Twelve chances yeah. created, four shots on target. Last four, Kane there, six chances created, six on target. That's familiar, Kane. And then Wilson doing well. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, we're still looking at Harlan. And then your man Sterling. Um, mm. Six chances created, sh- six shots on target. Uh, expected goal involvement in 83. So pretty, 
pretty good, really. Um, should we just move on to our top three picks, really? Because then, then that might give you a chance to talk about Sterling. Bit of a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> there, so yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Don't worry, don't worry, everyone. He's not going to captain Sterling over Haaland, so he's just in, <laughs> in the mix. Okay. Um, here are our top three captain choices. Hey, who are you, who's your top choice then, Tom, <laughs> for the game week ten? Well, it's it's not Sterling. I could do that. I should do that for clicks maybe one week. But uh, <laughs> no, it's it's obviously um, it's obviously Haaland. Yeah. Best FBL asset at home against Southampton. No brainer. Moving on. Mm. Number two, um, I've gone De Bruyne behind behind Haaland. Mm. Um, De Bruyne, it's that all round points potentially. I mean, I think he's only had seven shots in the box this season, De Bruyne, but it's that assist, it's that bonus potential, which which is what makes him so good. If Haaland does well, De Bruyne will probably do well as well. Maybe not quite as well, but he's still going to have a good week. So if if anything were to happen to Haaland against Copenhagen tomorrow night, Mm -hmm. De Bruyne is where I'd be looking as a replacement captain. And then third, I've gone for Sterling um, against Wolves, who uh, don't have the manager. I think Chelsea are going to have a lot of the ball in this match. I think they're going to be camped in their own half. And I think a player like Sterling um, will be important for them. He was on the periphery against Palace at the week. It's quite interesting because he, he played on the right against Palace in like a 4-2-3-1. You'll, you'll know what it's like under yeah. Potter Joe. Yeah. Uh, before before that, he was a left wing back against Salzburg mm. or, or a say wing back. It was like a hybrid winger. Left winger, striker. <laughs> Trossard role, yeah. yeah. So, so, but then he was on the right. But um, he, he was on the periphery, but he still hit the post. Um, he was Chelsea's most advanced mm. player when you look at the average yeah. position map few shots, few chances created. Um, I think I'm going to need to see more from Chelsea in an attacking sense before I elevate yeah. him up near the top. But um, but yeah, Sterling is my third pick. I, I quite like him outside of the City guys this week. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've got Haaland at the top, my top choice. Um, but I put, put another couple of players in the mix there, just in case the worst should happen to him. Um, but quite interesting. I do, I do like the look of Bowen against West Ham. Um, uh, we know what Bowen could have done last season. Um, I know his assist was very fortunate this week, um, but nevertheless, his goal and he was nevertheless he's in the position. He's in yeah. those scoring positions. He's in the mix with the points there. Um, obviously, Fulham are going to be a bit more shored up in midfield this time round, um, but nevertheless, I do think he's a good option. So Bowen, sort of. You know, as we've seen with um, a lot of players, you know, sometimes they, you know, they need that bit of confidence, that bit of a lift. Um, so getting themselves on the score sheet that sort that sort of helps them out a, a bit. And I do think that that could be a good fixture there because Fulham, Fulham, you would imagine, going to have to go for it, so they could leave themselves open. And I've got um, Zaha um, next, and uh, my my vice captain at the moment, so could be my captain should worst happen to Haaland. Um, but I do think that's a great fixture against Leeds. Um, I think, I think Zaha. This could be the sort of match where because he's playing a bit, bit more. He was playing a bit more centrally at the beginning of the season. He's playing a bit out wide, and I like the thought of Zaha nicking a goal or two in this one. Um, it, this this strikes me as the kind of game that Zaha will get the winner in. And so I just yeah. think I'm going to get returns. I don't know. I mean, these are. I like him. Mm. Yeah, we. I mean, we've got a few names here, but you know, it's that top guy there, number one. You know, we can't look past him, can we? And it's going to be. Right. I don't know. Next week's going to be tricky. Tricky. Yes. I personally yeah. will still keep the armband on him, but it's a trickier yeah. game next week. And then in game week twelve, Liverpool next week, isn't it? 
it's Liverpool in 11, yeah, and, and then, then blank in 12. Blank. So, so we'll so, obviously have to look at other players that so week. Ga- but, game, uh, game, your, yeah. game week 12, strap yourself in because we're going to have about a zillion viewers because suddenly everyone's <laughs> going to go, oh, hang on a minute, I've just remembered there's a captaincy. Um, yeah. but um, thanks everyone that has joined us um, thanks uh, for, for listening to us talk about uh, Erling Haaland um, do press uh, subscribe if you're not already and do remember to press like um, Tom thanks again um, look forward to chatting to you next week it's slightly trickier fixture for Haaland yeah there's a conversation deci- next week decisions yeah. to be made certainly especially for the more maverick managers out there but in the meantime um, thanks everyone and thank you Tom and good luck with your game week Cheers, Jane.